Somewhere in the West, there's a place where sound, soul, and groove meet. Where the music of new artists meets listeners like you. Just like the ocean meeting the shore. We call that place the Groove Coast. And now, here are your hosts, John Celentano and Daryl Craig Harris. Hey, John, how you been doing? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> question that is i know right like there's i mean where do you start there's there's only so many answers to that or it's probably a lot of answers to that actually i'm doing as well as one could be expected to be doing i suppose uh better better than some not as well as others i'm sure yeah i'm kind of yeah i'm actually i'm sort of in that same thing like i i you know we both we're fortunate that we both normally have been working musicians so we both had sort of half jobs but well, right right around i mean i don't know what happened for you but like right around march uh we got the phone calls from all the different shows i work with that everything was canceling right is that yeah, kind of is that kind of how that went down for you well it was funny when it all started before everybody knew how how deep this was gonna get um uh john katz who you know the entertainment reporter for the Las Vegas Review Journal. Right, he's kind of the best known Las entertainment right. guy. Yeah, he's for all our friends outside of Las Vegas. Right. Um, he called me and he said, "Hey, I'm doing an article on how uh, things have hit, how this whole thing has been hitting local musicians and people who do like a lot of corporate work because all the conventions were canceling and all that stuff." He says, "How have you, how have you, your band, you and your band been affected?" I said, "You know, man, really." We haven't heard anything yet. We have been, you know, we've been okay. Nothing has dropped out yet. And two hours after I got off the phone with him, man, like three gigs canceled. Yeah, that's so, actually, that's kind of what happened to us. We actually had a, um, well, we had a gig and we had an Arizona mini tour for three, three, uh, three nights with our, our Garth Brooks show that I do. It's a tribute show, the Garth guy. And, um, and we thought, well, Let's see, because <laughs> everything was going down right that right around that yeah. time, and then luckily we got through that little tour. Thank God, because that was that's been my survival money for the last couple of weeks. But yeah. but yeah, like we were all kind of going, uh oh, what's going to happen? And all of a sudden, same thing, like everything got canceled. So not, I mean, well, then they then what? A week later, they closed Vegas, right? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. I mean, it's it's amazing how quickly things went away. Um, like in a matter, I, I remember in a span of two days, I think half a dozen, half a dozen uh, gigs went away. Right, less right. A day and a half, probably. Um, and I think was, I, I could be wrong on this, but some uh, person who told me actually is pretty well versed on Vegas history that actually Vegas has only actually closed down once before, and that was when um, they did the funeral for uh, um, John F. Kennedy. That, that that was the only other time. I've heard, yeah, I heard that same thing. Because I remember even even during September 11th, I was working at the Venetian at that point. Just started. The hotel was was barely even done. Well, actually, it wasn't even finished. Right. And um, 9/11 happened, and they stayed open. Nobody, you know. Yeah. They didn't yeah. Have anybody home? So this is this is pretty much uncharted territory. Right. Yeah. I know. Um, yeah, I used to work with. I worked for Cirque du Soleil for a long time. I was uh, in uh, their Mystere show here, and then also I lived in Tokyo uh, with the show there. 
And uh, yeah, I mean, at Mystere, we just kept rolling after all that happened. And actually, I was telling my wife, it's kind of funny because we lived in Tokyo for four years and we were, we actually were living there when they had the Tokyo earthquake. Okay. Um, but luckily, uh, we weren't there. We were actually on vacation. We were in Hong Kong. <clears throat> and I woke up that morning, uh, turned on CNN just to see, you know, hey, what's up? I don't know. I didn't had, didn't even know about the earthquake. And all of a sudden, I woke, I turned on CNN just as the tsunami wave is coming in <laughs> after the earthquake. Wow. And I was like, oh, crap, like, what is going on? So it, it was it was yeah. funny. And the reason I bring that up is because it kind of we were talking about that the other day, the whole situation in Vegas right now and in the country kind of reminds us how Japan was after the earthquake. Really? Uh, yeah, because it was just very surreal, like everything was half power and like all the escalators were turned off. Um, it was just a really weird, surreal thing. And that's kind of like been Vegas has sort of felt that way to me. Like the last week or two, would you yeah. say, would you agree with that? Or, um, see, I haven't gone like I haven't done what a lot of people have done. Like I haven't gone down to the strip and you know driven around and and you know filmed how empty it is. Um, right. Well, actually, it, it's really it's it's, it's there's there's a lot of cars, but there's no people, which is weird. <laughs> There's right. a lot of people like, driving down the strip just to see what it's what it, what's going on, but there's no people walking around. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's like I, I think that I saw a video recently that they were just ducks walking down the middle of, the, of Las Vegas Boulevard. Yeah. I mean, just weird, right? It's yeah. It's very very strange, man. It's all very strange. And, but if you were to, this is what's what's so odd to me is if you were to look out your window right now, it's a beautiful day. Yeah, and you would have no idea. Like if you were just to wake up, if you've been under a rock for the last three weeks, right? You'd wake up and ah, what a, what a beautiful normal spring day, right? And be, actually, yeah, and it's like actually warm and sunny, <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, yeah. So man, it's very strange. I'm I'm trying to, like a lot of people, trying to balance, you know, the the what the what the hell am I going to do aspect with the the more zen this too shall pass right you know yeah i've actually been like we were just talking about that before we started uh, the podcast but, but like i've been actually one of my main things has been just researching available grant money and stuff for people here in the states yeah. uh for self-employed people and well, I, I actually just um i applied about a week and a half ago when this all started two weeks ago i applied for right. music cares uh, the music cares grant for musicians which is a freaking awesome program um, and yep. they have they have an emergency fund, so you can apply for a thousand dollar grant, which actually I just got approved for. So, um, oh, good. yeah, I mean, because you know, uh, most people can only survive a, a few weeks without a paycheck, especially us musicians. <laughs> right. So, right. so I've been encouraging I've been encouraging everybody to to, to get out there and, and check that out. Check out all the available stuff, right? It's funny. Um, I just heard from a buddy of ours. Um, Dan Ellis. Right, yeah. For the, again, for those of you outside of Las Vegas listening to this, he's a wonderful uh, piano player. He, he, he's uh, the accompanist for uh, Rich Little. Yeah. So that's his, his, and Dan, his, Dan's played with Sheena Easton. He's played with a million yeah. people. Yeah. yeah, he's a really great guy. Um, he and I were just chatting about that before before we started. Um, and he said you were the one that, I think you were the, you were the one that he'd heard about that through. So... Um, yeah, there's, there's, you know, there's, um, it's funny because musicians are used to, so used to being left out of that stuff, like the unemployment stuff. And, oh, yeah. 
And I think now I'm seeing, like I just saw today, Germany, or actually Berlin, um, uh, have has a fund, a 500 million pound, or 500 million euro, I guess it would be, uh, fund for, for an artist in Berlin um, right. that they're going to distribute. And I, I've been seeing similar things in France. And I think that's really awesome because, you know, most artists, you know, we just, we basically survive. We don't, most artists aren't rich. Um, right. So it's nice to see that the world parts of the world are stepping up to help us out <laughs> well yeah i think i think a lot of memes that are floating around right now are kind of proving that proving that out you know it's or, or justifying that because the one i saw this morning it's like you know your home basically the gist of it was you know imagine being quarantined at home without the arts you would have nothing to listen to nothing to watch that's so true know? that's so true yeah. You know, if you think you can survive without the arts, think again, pretty much. Well, and, you know, and, and then go you know, on that subject. We were actually just talking too. We have a really good friend, Jamie Hosmer, who's an amazing keyboard player, singer here yeah. in Las Vegas. Um, yeah. You can find him, um, Jay. I think it's Jay Hosmer on um, Facebook. But he's been yeah. doing. We I just watched his live stream. That the live stream thing now is becoming a huge deal, right? Yeah. If I wish I had stock in Zoom right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the um, that's the platform video platform for vi- for video conferencing, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's an awesome. Yeah. That's also an awesome thing. We we need to learn how to how to do that. Maybe our next podcast will be uh, be using that for video. We're we're both uh, sort of unshaven and a bit unkept right now <laughs> for for to yeah. be to be uh, put out on video. <laughs> Quarantine chic, right about now. That's, exactly. That's my, yeah. That's my fashion statement. Um, but you guys, but, so you actually, um, you you work with a band that you just started with called the Windjammers, right? The Windjammers, yeah. And you Which guys just the name yeah. of every buffet on every cruise ship. We're <laughs> 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 the Windjammer buffet. You know, that's actually totally true. Um, yeah. But tell us about. So you guys just made a video. Um, uh, sort of a, I mean, I don't know how, tell me how you made the video, but it's called, it's uh, a cover of the Christopher Cross song called Sailing. Yeah. And uh, I just shared that last night on some of our music pages. That's an awe, yeah. you guys did a great job. Tell me, tell me how that came about. Um, the, okay, so the way that, and, it, and if people want to go check it out on, on uh, Facebook, they, they can either go to uh, uh, the Windjammers uh Facebook page, or they can go to where'd you post for the love of bass guitar and music. Yeah, and, and also station ca- station casinos in Las station. Vegas, right? So that came about as an idea. Stations wanted to find a way. The stations casino chain, which is a local um, uh, chain of hotels and casinos, uh, we played there. We played there every week, every Thursday for a period, and they wanted to try to find a way to keep people engaged with their entertainment so they started this thing called the at home sessions and asked all of their acts to on a weekly basis see or you know semi-weekly to see if they could do uh some kind of performance some kind of video that they could post on their site and or on their social media and keep people engaged so hopefully when everything goes back to normal they can pick right back up where they left off and they're they're actually a very big supporter of live entertainment in las vegas they really are they really are um they have a number of properties around town and they all, you know, they're booking stuff all the time. Um, and so they approached the band, asked if we'd like to do something. We said, sure. And uh, technically, so the way it worked is one of the guys 
Michael Johnson, our, one of our guitarists and singers. Yeah, he's an awesome, awesome did, guy. Yeah. He, yeah, great musician. He did um, a, basically a guide track with vocal, guitar, and click. And that got sent out to everybody because we were all, you know, sequestered in our home studios. Right. And we all then, to his guide track, recorded our parts. Um, and then separately, uh, in addition to that, videoed ourselves um, either re-performing them live with the live audio. You know, right. Mm-hmm. Or, um, or you know, kind of uh, like in my case, uh, for, the, for my saxophone parts um i kind of just i half kind of played it and half kind of mined it for the for the video but we all did it separately uh in our home studios um yeah it sounds it sounds amazing i mean i mean the vocals are killer of course tell tell actually tell us about who who the i mean the guys in that band are sort of a who's who tell tell me some of the people that those guys have played with Okay, so the band. Okay, I gotta go to I gotta go to Facebook for this because I don't want to leave out any details. Yeah. Um, so the band is. It was started by um, uh, Jerry Lopez, guitarist and singer here, who's had a band called Santa Fe and the Fat City Horns. Uh, super popular band, uh, kind of like the big uh, funk and R and B horn band. And they've been in Vegas for like thirty years. Yeah, so, yeah. thirty some odd years, and. Um, Jerry has played with Chicago. He's played with um, Ricky Martin. Uh, he was on Vegas the show forever. He's played with just a wealth of yeah, Louis Louis Miguel, right? Louis yeah. Miguel, that's right. Yeah, um, I barely know all these guys' resumes. Um, and so it was him, Jamie Hosmer, who plays with um, uh, Michael Cavanaugh. He was on Broadway. Yeah. Uh, he played. He's also, also from Santa Fe. Right. Plays with John Payne from Asia, right? I think. John yep. Payne from yeah. Asia, exactly. Um, so it's Jerry Lopez, Jamie Hosmer, uh, Michael Johnson, who is a, a really highly regarded singer uh, and guitarist here in town. Um, uh, the bass player is named Ray Allaire, and Ray was a singer songwriter out of uh, Nashville, I believe. Yeah, and he's, he's amazing. Yeah. He's been making his bones here. Yeah, man, he is a fantastic singer and, and songwriter, too. Um, and then Steve Grantham is the drummer. And I only know, knew Steve by reputation because uh, he had been in a band called Friends that was very popular in Vegas in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Friends Friends was sort of like, um, that was an amazing band. So they were based up in Reno, which is like northern Nevada, which is sort of right. like the other, it's sort of like the, the little sister to Las Vegas in a way. And uh, okay. and friends, friends was like I mean it's again they've been around for like they, that band had been around for thirty something years. They, yeah, that right. was a band that that you would see them play a Chicago song, and then you would see them jump to an Earth Wind and Fire, and they would sound like a completely different band. Yeah, right. Was, and then they did some like traditional like I, I saw a video of them doing like straight like uh like four and five part you know vocal core, vocal group harmonies. Right. Yeah. You know, they could do everything, man. It was one of those bands, I guess that. That, those were the guys. Well, it's funny, you know, like, I mean, we know this because we live here, but Vegas is funny because people have a, a sort of an idea of, a, oh, Vegas musician or whatever, right? Like the lounge guy and, and whatever. But the thing about Vegas, not unlike New York, London, L.A., it draws some of the world's best talent. I mean, sure. not only musical talent, singers, dancers. I mean, uh, because this is a place where you can still work, 
um, and make a living. I mean, it's it's yeah. much harder than it used to be, but you can still make a living in Vegas, right? Um, yeah. And uh, so it's great to see those guys that have been around for so long still around doing their thing. It's it's amazing. Yeah, and these are all a lot of them are the, like the first call guys for a lot of for a lot of gigs here. Um, yeah, and so I've been wanting to do something with with them for with Jamie and, and Jerry for a long time um, since I came to town uh, way back when and first saw them doing yeah. uh, Santa Fe and the Fast City Horns. I was like, those are the guys. Um, and so they they called me because I had you know some yacht rock experience. <laughs> Yeah, what was what was because you had your own yacht sort of yacht rock. Well, actually, tell us what yacht rock is. Explain that. Yacht rock, yacht rock is a it's a it's a it's a phrase or a term that's been coined to describe the smooth rock of the seventies and eighties, like the late seventies, early eighties. So bands like like Player and Pablo Cruz, Player, uh, Ace. Um, Little River Band, maybe. Oates, Paul and Oates, Kenny Loggins, My- Doobie Brothers, Michael McDonald, Huey Lewis, um, all those kinds of guys. Right. All those bands. Yeah. Um, and so I'd done a group, and you'd seen them. You remember the Guilty Pleasures? Right. Uh, and what was what was your? I, I know, I'm going to go there again because we did we did that before. <laughs> so what was your uh, what was your uh, character as the lead singer of the Guilty Pleasures, John? The, the conceit of the whole band was that everyone was a character. We weren't ourselves. We were playing a character. So the, <laughs> the 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 guitar player was oh god, I can't remember what his character's name was off the top of my head. It'll, it'll come to me. Um, but the the drummer was was named Captain Anton Neal. And if you say that fast, <laughs> you know, get it. Um, the drum the, the the bass player was named Rico Riviera, and so on and so forth. And so I played a character based on Michael McDonald. But very loosely based on Michael McDonald, it was as if Michael McDonald <laughs> and Ron Burgundy from Anchorman had had a baby, and just became <laughs> this super egotistical, self-absorbed. Yeah. Uh, which, which actually, Michael McDonald is, is the exact opposite of that. <laughs> exactly. He's such a sweetheart. So, yeah. yeah. So um, that's that's what, where that all started, and I kind of got the reputation as one of the you know like the yacht rock guy. So when this new band, when the Windjammer started. I initially was going to be part of the, the, the first uh, iteration of that, um, but I had just started a teaching job, so I didn't have time to, to, to do it. Right. Um, and they came back around again. They circled back around after they'd gotten you know their their material together and their show together, and said, "Hey, look, we really would like you to do this. Is there any way we can make it happen?" And we kind of finagled around with schedules, and um, I jumped in, and we you know we started performing, and then. Um, all of this stuff happened, but right. um, we we're kind of. But that video that's out of sailing is one of our one of the ways we we're trying to stay connected and stay productive. Uh, so when did, when did that when did they release that? That was like was it yesterday? Uh, what's today? Thursday. <laughs> the days are the days are. I know, I know, I know. Um, yeah. So yesterday it hit. Yeah. So we, you guys managed to get um, almost ten thousand views overnight. So that's pretty damn good, right? <laughs> yeah. I, they're, they're, Somebody to thank for that one. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder who that could be, Daryl Craig Harris. Yeah, I was uh, I was doing my little work at, at overnight. I just you know the thing for me is I mean you kind of know this about me, but I really like finding. Um, well, I like finding new talent, and also I like finding really fun videos. And I saw that last night, and of course I know I know almost everybody in the band, but. Um, I saw that last night. I was like, man, that is so cool. And I and I, I recognize how much work it took to put that together. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I mean, to me, like, you know, it's awesome to be well, able to share cool all stuff. The credit for, all the credit for the production goes to our, our bass player, uh, Ray Allaire. Um, Ray did all of the mixing, all of the video editing. Yeah. He did all of our, all, <laughs> the, where, however many 50 or 60 Dropbox files that we kept sending him. Yeah, um, man, that, that's a lot of work. A lot of hours. Yeah. To make that video happen. So it was cool. And we're working, we're working up the next one uh, as we speak. So hopefully in a couple of weeks that'll be ready to go awesome. out as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. the thing because we don't we don't know how long the situation is going to go. I mean, I, I you know it's going to be tough. I mean, it's always been tough as a musician, but um, it's it may be a you know quite a long time before we get a chance to do our thing and make our living again, making playing music, right? And we all, I know for myself, like we were just talking about, I've been doing a lot of live streams, um, setting up live streams for artists that I know in Vegas, um, mm-hmm. doing it like you know where we're all safe and social distancing and all that, but. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's never been an easy road being an artist or a musician, um, and stuff like this just makes it like even a little bit more challenging, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Like, what are you what are you hearing from other people outside of here? What are they? Like, well, I'm talking. Yeah, I have friends. Kind of just because of my travels, I have friends. You know, in London and Tokyo, France, um, different places. You know, everybody's dealing with it in a different way, but they're all feeling. You know, art, as far as artists and musicians, they're all feeling the same kind of issues because their work has just been canceled um i have my good my, my good friend uh, narce in mexico and she's a professional singer uh, down there and same thing like all of her, of her work canceled but down there it's like even more catastrophic because they don't really have the social network that we do for as far as uh from the government the safety net you know so i did a actually did a fundraiser for her on my facebook page last week and we raised um i think almost four hundred dollars that I'm going to send, which down there is is like a month's a month's pay, you know. Right. Um, so I'm, I, for me personally, I'm trying to do stuff like that to help people, but also um, it's interesting to see how the different countries are dealing with this and and these kind of challenges. Because of course, it's just it's hard for everybody, even just the regular people that the casino workers that were here, right? Yeah. Um, even those guys. I mean, what do they do? <laughs> You know, some of the casinos, like, I mean, some people know Steve Wynn or whatever from different movies and TV, but so that, that casino is actually paying their employees at least for a couple of weeks. But a lot of the other casinos, it's just, they're just out of work. So, yeah, right. Um, they're, depending on the company, you know, you're really either being taken care of or you're kind of being, you know, hung out to dry a little bit. I think, I think a lot of them are doing the best they can. Um, yeah, it's it's you know and I, the thing is it's it's tough for both sides, right? Because all of a sudden they, now that casinos have no revenue, um, so I, you yeah. know you would hope that they step up, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like uh, my, a neighbor of mine is a dealer at one of the casinos here, and his and his company he's been furloughed basically, uh, but they're they're continuing to pay them all for as long as possible. Right. Yeah. So, that's great. So that's nice, but I think what's really gonna I think what's really happening is we're seeing not just a a corporate response, um, but we're seeing at least here locally, we, we've been seeing a lot of local musicians step up and try to help each other out. You know, like um, right. Have you? Do you I don't know if you know him, but Sean Eiferman. Yeah, I was just going to say Sean. So Sean, people don't who don't live here, his father um, had a very well known gym in Las Vegas called Eiferman's. Yeah. And they were just a very well-known family. And Sean's always been a great singer, uh, songwriter, uh, local performer. Um, 
And uh, so what he's been doing is he's been doing um, basically uh, going live at noon and I think 8 p.m. every day. Yeah, um, and he picks a different he picks a different artist to help with the donation money, and he and he Sean does pretty well because he's very well known in town. Yeah, um, so he's been he's been doing that sort of as, as a personal mission, and, and he's a, he's a really great guy, and he's also an awesome uh, performer, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's he's, lots lots of that kind of yeah. He's been doing really great work for people. So guys like that, um, gosh, who else is doing it? Uh, for people and he's Sean's raised a lot of money for 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 the musicians because they they what do they they sponsor basically a musician every a different local musician every show every yeah and he's gotten some local businesses to kick in some money yeah. for that too so I think you know what things I think uh, situations like this what it does is it brings out I mean often it brings out the best in people sometimes not the best but but what it does for creative people is it really sort of pushes up their creativity level and ingenuity right. Right, 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 right. We're seeing people really get creative now in terms of how they're making a living, how they are staying connected with their fans uh, and their their social networks. I, I think it's, this is going to be a, I don't know, I don't have a crystal ball, but I think this is really going to be a turning point in how artists present themselves, um, at least for the foreseeable future, you know? Because the, 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 at least speaking locally, the casinos could open again, but that doesn't guarantee that there'll be, a, you know, people in them, and it doesn't guarantee right. necessarily that that they're going to be paying bands to come back, or they're going to be allowing crowds to gather for concerts. That's the other part of it. Right. Right. So it could be literally a year before we get there. <laughs> right. I, I hope not. I hope not, but it, it might it might be the situation. You know. Yeah, I mean, hopefully something gets back to normal or some semblance of normal. Yeah, but I'd be curious to know what people who listen to to our podcast. I'm curious to know if you're a musician, if you're a performer, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. What? What? How are you staying connected? How are you performing? What's your outlet? How are you? Are you how are you surviving financially? Too, how are you right? surviving? Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, they can so they can message us on the on our Facebook page it's at the Groove I would Coast. Love to see that. Yeah, at the Groove Coast podcast, and also, um, you know, we have our Instagram and all that. It's all it's all uh, the Groove Coast podcast and on Twitter. But we'd love, definitely love to hear from you guys. And if, if there's if you have ideas for um, stuff that you might want to want us to chat about or want us to do a little research on, I'm I'm totally happy to do that. Yeah, yeah, you've been you've been a really good resource for for a lot, a lot of people just doing the you know the detective work that you've been doing well i'm kind of a you know i'm 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 a, I'm a bit of a news a news nerd and i kind of watch a bunch of different and a lot of people think i only watch one channel but actually i watch a lot of different things <laughs> but uh cuz i'm i'm very apolitical on that stuff like i just want the information i don't care what the politics are um mm-hmm. I, I want information that can help musicians and help artists who are self employed because there's not a lot out there for us um, right. So I think it's we all have a mutual responsibility to share what we can find that's accurate, that we've researched. Um, right. so I've been sharing a lot about like you know like we have the financial aid stuff for the United States <clears throat> states and uh, there's stuff in specifically in Nevada. So I've been kind of trying to post and keep people up to date on that. Um, a lot of people have messaged me because they don't understand the ins and outs of some of that stuff. So I, I try to answer their questions as best I can and give them links. And I'm happy to actually, and I think what I'll do is I'll post some of those links on our Groove Coast pages so people can access the, the information, you know. Yeah. 
but uh, yeah, I, I just I just feel like a very big response. It's a brotherhood, you know, or a sisterhood being um, a musician or being an entertainer. Um, so I think we all have a mutual responsibility to help each other out, you know. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're starting, we're, we're seeing that, you know. We're seeing that now that the initial wave of shock and adrenaline right. has, is starting to subside, I think we're seeing people kind of because it was because it this whole thing has been shocking to the system on many levels you know mm-hmm. um and i mean i mean we're dealing with it on our from our perspective as a musician but then there's the healthcare worker angle and i have total respect for those guys putting their lives on the line yeah um because a lot of times you know doctors and 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 all that and nurses they kind of get taken for granted or people just because of the healthcare system in the united states which is, which is a whole nother s- subject they get kind of vilified you know, yeah. and uh, but you know what? When 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 the proverbial shit hits the fan, those are the people there yeah. on the front lines. So, right, right. Now this is an interesting thing. Like I'm trying to limit my social media consumption. Yeah, he, he said as he scrolls Facebook. <laughs> um, well, it could be it, no, it could really be overwhelming. For yeah, like you who does so much on social media. How are you? Are you finding? Are you trying to stay away? Are you trying to stay away only until you have to do stuff, or work requires? Or how are you? How, how are you getting your info, and how are you managing all of the input? That yeah, yeah. It, I mean, truthfully, yeah, it can be overwhelming, and I definitely need to take. I mean, like what we've been doing is I've been taking drives in the evening just to get out, get away from all that. Um, I, you know, for me, my goal is honestly to find information, like I said, about trying to help people. Um, and as, as far as the people that are that post negative kind of stuff or hateful political stuff, I've, I've kind of like gotten rid of them um, right. on, on my pages. I just don't. It, now is not the time. Now is not the time to be political. Now is the time to like come together and forget about that that stuff, in my opinion. And um, but yeah, I mean, I'm on social media a lot. You know, I have we, we, you kind of know my background, but I have uh, actually 30, 37 different Facebook pages that I manage. <laughs> Which is a bit insane. Uh, so that, which is a kind of combination of a, a lot of music pages. Um, I have bass players around the world and Yamaha bass players and all these different things, and our music pages. But that, for me, that's you know, some people play video games, some people watch football. That's what I do. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. For me, it's actually relaxing. And under normal circumstances, in the afternoon, I'll go to Starbucks for a couple of hours. I do all my posting stuff and, and my business stuff because I work with some businesses too. And uh, it's relaxing for me. But right now, these days, it's a bit a bit overwhelming. So I do. I definitely have to step back. Away, and I would advise people too to step away from it for a while. Just just go take a walk. Um, yeah. Get some exercise. Get some fresh air, and let let that stuff just sort of be there and do whatever it's going to do because you can't control the world. You can't control what people post. Um, right. You know. So you try to just try to keep a positive attitude for yourself. And then kind of move forward from there. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I think that's all. I think that's really all you can do at the end. You know. Yeah. I mean, we got to manage our heads, our headspace a, a, a little bit more than the normal. Maybe be care- a little more careful about what we choose to engage with. You know. Right. Because people, that's you know, pe- people right. are very right now. They're very, you know, there's people that are frightened and there's people that are on the edge of their emotions and everybody's a little bit more touchy and sensitive than they would normally be. So I think we all have to be aware of that. We all have to understand that in others. 
um, right. and be a little bit more understanding, a little bit more forgiving, because people are stressed out, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, people are, and that's why I think we're. That's why I think so many. It's so important now for for performers and artists to put their stuff out. You know, exactly. I haven't felt like that for. I haven't felt like that for a while. Because that's really that's really therapy for us, right? It is. I mean, it's it's good for us. It's good for the people who decide to pay attention. You know, it's it, and you can see it. You can see it. I mean, you even if it's just a, a short video or a, or a post to say hi. You know, yeah. People are looking for that kind of connection right now. I think it's exactly that, that they have it. And we never and we never really know what somebody else's story is. We don't know what their financial situation is. We don't know if they're on their last dollar. So it's it's important to be a little extra kind and ask questions. You know, if and if you are in a situation where you're fortunate, where you have a good chunk of money saved up, you know, reach out to people that you know that you think you might be able to help them, especially folks that have kids and that kind right. of thing, and, and maybe quietly offer to help them if you can, you know. Because yeah, right. uh, if we all do that, then we're all going to get through this together much in a much better condition, you know. Right. Um, and that's something that I personally have tried to do, and, and I'm going to do more of that. So I just think it's really important to, to all kind of uh, care for each other as humans, not as not as Republicans, Democrats, you know, um, Asian, Mexican. It doesn't matter. A lot of stuff doesn't really matter. <laughs> you know. No, because what's happening doesn't 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 care exactly know? it's not it doesn't care about it doesn't care what your politics are it doesn't none of that it's it's it's, yeah. it's really time to move past that and maybe this is a good lesson for our future hopefully you know <laughs> yeah but that'll be interesting it's, it's an interesting it's an interesting ride i'm sure i'm sure you know two months ago we had different plans for where we'd be at episode number whatever we are eight or whatever exactly yeah you know, we didn't think we'd be talking about any of this stuff. Or doing um, it, or doing it by a phone conference. Or doing it over, <laughs> well, maybe by choice, but not out of necessity. I yeah. Mean, you know. But you know, I mean, you know, we, we always uh, we always find a way, right? You just if you right. uh, that's one of the great things about human human beings is that we're we're used to dealing with adversity. Especially artists, and musicians are really very much used to diversity. Dealing with with ad, sorry adversity and dealing with um, having to figure out a way to make it work, right? Yeah. So I think this is just another example of that. Um, and I really want to, I really want to really thank the people that listen to our podcast um, around the world, and our friend Nigel, who's in France, who's uh, you know helping us out with all this stuff. Um, yeah. Because it takes a t- it takes a team to make this all work. It's not just one person. So. Uh, yeah. So, John, you got any any uh, words you want to say while we're we're gonna check off <laughs> or check out? <laughs> oh man, well, stay healthy, stay safe, stay home. <laughs> right, yeah. wash your hands, all the usual Give stuff. Give the opportunity, stay home. Yeah, uh, and you know, be be kind to people, man. Yeah, I think be that's kind, you'll be helpful where you can be. Yeah, I think to be so. kind is is that's super important. You know. Yeah. But uh, all right, cool, John. I'll, I'll, we'll uh, we'll chat. We're gonna probably try to do another one of these just uh, next week for our next episode. Yeah. And I think I have some time free, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me let me check my schedule. Oh yeah, I'm free. <laughs> I think we had that we had that conversation. Was it yesterday? <laughs> but uh, yeah. any, anyway, I, I had a 
I don't I have a whiteboard in my in my studio and, it, and before all this happened I had a list of like a dozen things that that I was planning and working on that were coming up and that list is like dwindled it's now like it went from me like gig on this date and this date and this date and this date. now it's like shower I know that's yeah <laughs> I, I know. I'm the same way. I'm like, I'm so used to being busy. It's weird. That's why I guess I've been I've been searching for, for things to do with the live stream stuff. But it's all good, you know. Just keep 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 plugging away. But uh, hey, John, have have a have a good day over on your side of the world. I'm I'm on a different side of Vegas than you're on. So <laughs> yeah, be be safe, man. And we'll we'll do this again next week. And yeah. hopefully, uh, hopefully our fans and friends and listeners will be able to. To tune in and check it out. Let us know how you're doing. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, get get a hold of us on Facebook. Um, like I said, the Groove Coast podcast on Twitter, on Instagram, and, and message us. Let us know if there's stuff you want to talk about. Let us know about that too. Yeah. All absolutely. All right. Cool. Chat. Bye from bye from my bunker in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, man. All bye, right, everybody. Bye, everybody. That does it for this week. Join us again soon for another edition of the Groove Coast. And thanks for listening. And remember, life doesn't have to be serious. It just has to be groovy.